This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. And listeners, we had a question last time about Mormonism. The question for today is, are Catholics saved? Specifically, Roman Catholics, are they saved? Okay, so this is nuanced because probably a quarter of our audience is uh, thinking about their mother, their father, their aunt, their uncle, their son, their daughter, and there's this desperation. And there's a reality that many of the people who call Village Church their home come from either, come from a Catholic background. Third half, you know? So there's this desperation in people to so badly want the ones they love to be quote-unquote safe. And I totally get that. So here's what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to talk about your Aunt June or your mother or your son Yeah, we're not specifying any particular person. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take a hypothetical person. Now, before I get to the hypothetical person, we have to give the reality of the context, right? Because Roman Catholicism, we all were Roman Catholics, and historically at one point in time, there was only one church for a very long time. They did have, at one time, a pure gospel. There's no question Agreed. about that. And that's why the Catholic Church just means universal. So yep. there was a universal, there was for a sure. single church. We know that the church kind of split, yep. went in a little different directions for different doctrinal reasons. There was a, the Great Schism with the Orthodox Church uh, yep. breaking off. There's the Reformation in the 16th century, 17th century, where the Protestant churches broke off. And uh, the Reformation in particular was about uh, reclaiming the purity of the gospel and uh, eradicating corruption in the Roman Catholic Church. And even Roman Catholics will tell you, at the time of the Reformation, there was an incredible amount of corruption. It has been a challenge within the Catholic Church, even as of late with some of the sexual scandals going on and whatnot. How do you take a global multi-billion dollar enterprise mm-hmm. and create homogeny yeah. throughout the world? You don't do that. So here's what you find. And not just amongst Catholic scholars, there are different views and opinions, but you go to different sections of Catholicism. Latin America, oh, South yeah. America, et cetera, has a extremely high emphasis on Mariology. Yes. And then uh, the Catholic Church in America has an extremely high emphasis on social justice as yep. the Democrats and the Roman Catholics kind of have merged over the last decade or so. And you can't pigeonhole Roman Catholicism. It's too big of an entity it to is. do that. But what we can do is go back to the mothership in Rome. And what we can do is say the following. Can you be saved if you believe what Rome teaches yes. on salvation? In particular, you're talking about the sacraments. Uh, yeah. So let's just take a, a simple one-on-one view of salvation from a Roman Catholic perspective. Yeah. Their salvation, at highest level, we could say you are saved by faith and by works. Yes. And by works, if you double-click on that— it really starts with the sacraments and it starts with baptism, which removes original sin. It kind of paves the way, allows sure. you access to salvation, if you will, begins the process. There's seven sacraments. And obviously, if you're not going to take holy orders unless you're a priest, and yep. not all people are, are inclined to marriage, but you do different things like communion and penance, mm-hmm. et cetera. Yep. And so what you do is you build up or you accrue merit. merit. This is a le- I'm not making this up. This is no, just this is, a this is Catholic 16th doctrine. century thing. This is actually in, in the Vatican. You can go on the Vatican website and look up their doctrine. And so there is this idea of merit that you accrue. The idea of Roman Catholic salvation is that as you accrue merit, you get to a certain point where you would be, we'll just say, ready for heaven. If you mm-hmm. die before you're ready and you've been baptized— 
what you're able to do is work off all of the, if you will, sin that you sin haven't gotten rid of yet. And that's that's not the best way to say it. But uh, basically, you have to uh, work off the parts that aren't ready in purgatory. Purgatory. Yeah. purgatory is a place that you would go to if you're a Roman Catholic. That- and you get out of purgatory based on Catholic theology, either by continuing to pay for those sins in purgatory yep. or by people praying for you. Correct. So, yeah, there are ways to hasten your time in purgatory and you might spend a billion years in purgatory or 50 years and you might have mm. some rich person give money to the church, uh, which would shorten your time in purgatory, etc. That's done less and less because the perception of it is is corrupt because it is. Yeah. But those are still there. So that's the idea. That is what I'd like to really encourage our our Catholic brothers and sisters to really consider what the Catholic Church still has as their official doctrine for salvation. That's what we're talking about here. Yep. So you have these official documents, right? Even what I just shared with you is works-based salvation. Yes. The Apostle Paul would roll over in his grave if he he saw this. That being said, it's not unusual that you'll have a pope release a statement that muddies the water. Yeah. You're like, wait, do they believe in sacramental salvation or do they believe in salvation, salvation by grace by, through faith? Yeah, in Jesus alone. There are these unclear moments. And so at the end of the day, the Roman Catholic position is not necessarily the position of the pope. Right. The pope's positions become official through papal decree. Yeah. That's a whole process. Very few papal decrees from that level of magnitude mm-hmm. are made. The official stance of the church is what is in their catechism. And the catechism communicates a very, I would just say, sad works-based, it's on me, like Christ paved the way, but now I got to finish it. But I've got to do my part. And there's a passage of scripture that says that we have to fill up what is lacking in the (laughs) sufferings of Christ, which is a complete misunderstanding of that that text. But they'll come back and say, you know, that's what we do in purgatory and life and good works. Jesus did his part. Now we got to do our part. It's a very oppressive form of, of salvation. And then they have a another category category of mortal sins mortal and sins. venial sins. Yes. And venial sins are common sins. And mortal sins are like lose your salvation, go to hell sins, mm-hmm. so murder, adultery, whatever. Yeah. The whole system is, again, if you're Catholic and you're listening, like I love you. I'm not talking about you. I'm just saying the system, the system. that Rome this is has their official position. curated over the last 2,000 years that is that exists as it is now it's just sort of sad. Mm-hmm. And when you open up like Ephesians 2, 8, 9, which just says, you've been saved by grace through faith. This is not of yourself. That's right. God not of you yourselves. You were created for good works. Right. You were not saved by good works. Just that whole, the whole simplicity of the gospel. The book of Galatians is all about how we do not add works to the gospel. Right. And yep. should an angel or anybody else preach, preach a, different gospel, a different gospel, let them be accursed. Other than the simple grace, yeah. by grace through faith, let them be accursed. And even if an angel does that, don't listen to them. But yet you and I know that we have had conversations with people who say, I'm in the Catholic church. I grew up in the Catholic church. And I don't believe in those sacraments at all. I believe salvation is by Jesus Christ alone. No, and by I, have faith no, in him. I have no judgment for yeah, them. But it really comes down to, it is a personal decision. Is their salvation based on Jesus Christ and his forgiveness alone, his work on the cross and their acceptance of that alone? Yep. But if you believe what Rome teaches, that is not a true gospel message. Agreed. You cannot be saved. You cannot mix faith and works. Right. You cannot do that. Now, here's a a really common story. Uh, I'll give you two different like uh, stories that are very common. 
The first is the the person who has uh, grown up in the Roman Catholic Church. They're very faithful. Um, one of the things that the Roman Catholic Church has done well is they've realized that Protestants were kicking their people's butts. So they started mm-hmm. training yep. started people and actually studying job. the Word of God, which is great. But Roman Catholics have started reading the Bible and, and starting to get clear line of sight to what scriptures teach. And they, they see the discrepancies and uh, they all of a sudden they're like, oh, something's wrong. Yeah. It's not uncommon that a, a Roman Catholic would visit village church. They've never heard the Bible preached. Sure. They've never heard expository teaching. They've never heard somebody unpack it and explain it. They've never heard um, just the simplicity of what Jesus says about right. communion. We do this in remembrance of him. Like just simple stuff that that they never heard. And it's so simple and it's so faithful to the text. And they're like, oh my gosh, I think... I think I believe this. And yes. then they have to go through this process of, of, of untangling themselves from the Roman Catholic Church. Right. That's one scenario. That's not uncommon. The other scenario is uh, the person who grew up in the Roman Catholic Church, et cetera. That's all they've ever known. But then they walk away from the church, usually high school, college, yep. 20, something like that. And maybe they, they start going to a church because I hear this all the time. Roman Catholic Church is so boring. So they go to an <laughs> evangelical church because at least there's energy. You know, yeah. there's families, there's kids. And so they come and they hear the word and they hear the simple gospel and they don't know what to do with it. It's it's, But they don't have any loyalty left to the Roman sure. Catholic Church. It's just all they've heard. So their hearts are actually kind of prepared because they believe in Jesus. They believe in the Bible. You know, like they have a high view of it. Right. And when they actually hear it, they're like, oh, and, and oftentimes it takes a year or two for those kind of people just to like, I think, get it, you know, yes. uh, I'm just saying anecdotally, like that's like what I often watch happen. Right. And, and so like they would actually call themselves Roman Catholic, even though they go to village church, many of them. Mm-hmm. Again, like if they just read this, can I be Roman Catholic and be saved? And if I just said no, well, that actually may not apply to them. Right. Because they call themselves Roman Catholic. Yep. They attend village church or other churches. And so I have a lot of just patience with this question. Sure. There are some Catholic priests who believe in a pure gospel. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why are you I, a I'm Catholic priest, man? Like, you literally disagree with Rome. And, and so uh, those are the rarity, but, uh, with Mormonism, it's, it's such a cult. It's, just, it's a straightforward answer. It's just answer. a straightforward answer with Roman, with each Roman Catholic. I just don't have any judgment for them. I'm, I'm very with patient with them. And I've just learned that very few people who are Roman Catholics actually believe what Roman Catholic Rome teaches. Yeah. And that's what I've discovered yeah. as well. Whereas most Mormons oh. are just, they believe what the Mormon church teaches. Right. So for what it's Anyways, I say we finish this one. Okay. (laughs) Please come back next time when we answer another question, which will be, where in the Bible does it talk about the story of Satan?